Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. What do you think is the biggest fear that job seekers have? And I mean all of them, every single one. What is the biggest fear? Well, I'm not gonna keep you in suspense. The biggest fear is relevance. How relevant am I to the marketplace? And most people will actually say, well, I'm just not that relevant. In fact, relevance comes up in many forms. And I wanna talk about those relevancy factors because I remember feeling this way myself. Am I gonna stay relevant? in my career? Am I going to always be relevant, aka marketable, in some way, shape, or form? And, you know, hearing the term relevance, there's lots of different definitions to that. So I thought I would literally look up the definition and share it with you. So the definition of relevance is the quality of being closely connected or appropriate. Let me say that again the quality of being closely connected or appropriate. Even that puts me into a little bit of a shame spiral. Uh, This entire topic, by the way, was kind of put in my lap this morning when I put my kids on the school bus and I typically walk from the school bus back to my house and I was walking and happened to turn on a podcast on my walk and I was listening to a Brene Brown podcast and she was talking about shaming and shaming that happens at work. And there were many different things that were talked about, but one of the things that she said everybody fights is feeling relevant. And I thought, wow, isn't that true? It is so true. I think all of us can look at a time in our lives and think, am I relevant? And so I want to tell you about the four things I hear most that keep people out of the job market because they think these are their passes. You know, here's my answer. Here's my fact. We like to look at these things and say, this is a fact. Here's the thing I want to lay out first and foremost. These are thoughts. They are not facts. You decide something is a fact by believing it. I don't believe any of these things are facts. I believe they are thoughts that you have that keep you small, that keep you disengaged, that keep you in a place of pain and unhappiness. So first and foremost, please understand that these things are thoughts. They are not reality. So the first thought, the first limiting belief around relevance that I hear is I've been out of the workforce, so nobody's going to want me. Now, why would people be out of the workforce? Well, there's this great thing that has happened known as a pandemic, and people got kicked out of the workforce, right? Whether it be for one month, six months, an entire year, 
they have been out of work and therefore they don't feel relevant. Another way this can happen is they left the workforce to take care of a sick family member, parent, guardian, any of those things. That's actually really common as well that people do that because caregiving can be a full-time job. The other end of that spectrum is also caregiving and maybe it's that one parent left the workforce and I've actually worked with men and women that left the workforce to take care of children for one to 10 years. And I think that caregiving on any end of the spectrum is a beautiful thing and should not hold you back or make you irrelevant in the marketplace. Nor do I believe that because of a downturn in the economy due to an unprecedented event known as COVID-19, that you should think this somehow makes you irrelevant. I would actually fight the other way for all of these. When you are faced with a task that is the unknown, known as a job loss from COVID or a caregiving position, whether it be for young children or parents, what do all three of those have in common? You got to get real uncomfortable with the unknown. And in all three areas, you have to become incredibly resourceful and create structure for your environment that did not exist previous. Now, I don't know about you, but that makes you incredibly relevant for any job that you would take on. So please don't forget that this area of your life is teaching you something. It's teaching you how to create structure where there is none, how to use resources that don't seem available, how to get flexible, how to figure out how to teach and love in a way that is, I would say, deeper than any other time. Because if you are unemployed, it's real hard to love other people because your uncertainty is there. When you are with your children all day long, bless your soul, sometimes it gets real hard to love those little temper tantruming little people. You have to learn to cope with that, right? In a really positive way. And the same goes for caregiving of older parents. So please don't discount your relevancy. That is your relevancy. It is a beautiful gift you have been given that you can actually take into the marketplace that every company needs. They need somebody that will create structure. They need somebody that will walk into the unknown and use the resources they have with their head held high. You are relevant. The next one is I'm older. I'm older, I'm an older worker. What you are telling the marketplace when you just say I'm 65, I'm gonna use that as an example, is you are not relevant, right? That's what the marketplace is going to think. I'm Don't shoot the messenger on this one. That's what the marketplace is going to think. It's how you tell the story and how you don't lead with your age. You lead with your relevance. Age to me is just a number. If I told you I was 12, well, I'm probably not relevant either, right? If I told you I was 105, well, I don't know how I would be 105, but you're probably gonna think things about me from a technology standpoint. She probably doesn't know technology. Da, 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 da. Rather than entering that argument, what I would rather you lead with is the value that you bring. Saving money, saving time, any sort of technical integrations that you've been a part of, 
leading teams, back to the resourcefulness, back to the leading with the unknown, leading in the unknown, doing things that make others uncomfortable. How comfortable are you with that? Because if you share with me any of those things that I just mentioned, you just created relevance. And I don't care if you're 105 because you shared with me your value. So don't lead with your age. Lead with your relevance in saving money, saving time, generating revenue, systems that you are well-equipped in utilizing to build all of those successes. There's your relevance. The third one is, I haven't been in fill in the blank industry before, or I was in that industry, but then I left for five years or 10 years or 15 years. And I came, I'm coming back. I want to go back to that industry. Here's what I will tell you about that. I was in supply chain for 15 years. I worked in baby clothes. I worked for Carter's baby clothes. I worked in cell phones. What? How are those relevant to one another, right? Well, it's not about the industry, and I really don't like when people get hung up on industry. How do your specific skills fit the task needed in the industry that you want to be a part of? Write a resume for that. Create a LinkedIn profile for that. Speak to that. That is how you take your skills and make them relevant, and they transcend any environment that you're in. In fact, I hate that LinkedIn has you choose an industry. I call BS on that. LinkedIn, please change this. An industry does not matter to me. It's the skills that you gather along the way and how they affect whatever business or industry you're a part of that matters much, much, much more to me. Much more. If you're a doctor, please stay in healthcare. That makes sense. But pretty much everything else, you can move around. You are relevant. Do not forget this. So the final one, the fourth one that I hear oh, wow, a lot, is I have worked for the same organization for 10 years, 25 years, 35 years. It's the only job I've ever had. Heard this, right? I've only worked for one company is basically what I'm saying. Or the last 10 to 20 years were all in one company. Therefore, I am not relevant. I am irrelevant. That's the story. That's the thought, right? I'm using air quotes. You can't see my hands, so I think I should tell you that's what I'm doing. Why do you think this? You think this because you're probably in an environment that makes you feel that way, right? It's like being in a bad relationship where somebody says to you constantly, nobody else is ever going to love you. Nobody else is going to love you like I do. I love you more than anyone else will ever love you. Well, that's there's a scarcity mentality there. And it makes you think that you're really not valuable and that this one person or company sees your value, but no one else ever will. B.S. What I see when I work with people that have been with companies for 25, 35 years, first and foremost, they have not had one job. They've typically had five. They've moved up the ladder. So there's a level of progression within that organization. They've grown with the company and they're loyal. And loyalty still matters. People still see that as, wow, that person is dedicated. And if that company has gone through a lot of turmoil, there's a good chance that you have a lot of battle scars 
that again, going back to that unknown, you're more comfortable in the unknown because you've seen it before and you get real resourceful and you're good at communicating. Yes, that's your relevancy factor. I truly hope that if you are saying to yourself, I've been out of the workforce, I'm older, I haven't been in this industry before, or I've worked for the same company for however many years, that now you see the value and the relevancy and the spectacular gifts that you have that you can give to that next organization. Promise me today that you will go out in the marketplace and you will share your gifts. If you're still curious about how to do that, you want a plan, a step-by-step guide to exactly how to do this, I want you to join my wait list. It's in the show notes and go out there and apply for jobs because you, my friend, are relevant. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.